Nick and Corey in the morning. Good morning. Welcome to episode 22 of the Nick and Corey in the morning podcast. Here with me as always is Corey. Hello. Hey. hey. And we have Alex, like we promised. Well, hello. Um, happy Memorial Day. We were late finally. We had a good <laughs> run. No, we just took the day off. Yeah, just, we yeah, did. We, we took a holiday. In memoriam. Yeah. We what? In, in memoriam. Yeah. For oh Memorial yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Sorry. That's on me. Uh, we took a day off. This will be out. It'll be out when you're listening to this. Um, but we're we're talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent. But before we get started, does anybody want to talk about anything specific? Maybe something that happened on a Sunday night. What happened on Sunday night? What the fuck? The Celtics? Other than the Celtics? The yeah. Celtics beating the Heat? Mm-hmm. In Be seven quiet. games. Sorry. Just say Jimmy Butler three. Yeah, how about that three, Jimmy? How about the Jimmy Butler three? Uh, you know, I support the three. It's more the yeah. last two threes we took by Max Struess to end the game. We're the mm-hmm. stupidest threes I've ever seen in my life. So, I'm okay with it. We're live and die. Live and die by the three. Yeah. Best heat player since Dwayne Wade. Since yeah, uh, Since LeBron? Since LeBron? Dwayne played. Then LeBron. Dwayne is better than LeBron for the Heat. Not okay. better overall, but for okay. the Heat. Okay, fair. Even <laughs> though he won three MVPs with them. I think it was three. Was it three? Yeah. I have no clue. I think it was Bron was three. Bron won three and KD won one in that stretch. Oh, yeah. The second year. Yeah, it was three. Hey. Hey, Steve, um, I don't know. Yeah, does anyone have anything they want to talk about? We've been doing that recently. I don't have any stories. Not, not, no, not any stories personally. Okay. Yeah, Alex? No stories. Okay. Nothing interesting. Okay. I went to Jersey. Oh, I yeah. Think, I, think I, I think I spent a little too much time in the South because <laughs> was... I, no, no, nothing like racist or anything. Okay. I, I was just, uh, I was at Wawa Saturday morning. And this car started to back out a tiny bit before the, like while this other car was going, you know, how parking lots work. Right. And the car Mm -hmm. backing out stopped. And then the car that was going stopped behind that car and lowered their window and just started freaking out at them. And I, that just doesn't happen here. Yeah. (laughs) You might get like shotguns down, but like, you don't see that. That's so, what you see every day. <laughs> yeah, that was like the first time I left my house. I think it's because everybody in Florida is used to the bad drivers, so they don't get mad when they see them. I guess. I don't know. Jersey's not good. Everywhere is bad, I think. Everybody well, yeah, everywhere always says that, oh, the drivers here are terrible. But if everybody says it, that just means all drivers are terrible. That's a really good point. I always say Florida has the worst drivers. Because they just get the worst drivers from every other state that moved to Florida. Yeah. And it's a bunch of old people, too. That, too. Can we pause the podcast for a second? Sure. So continue your story about uh, Jersey. I think that was all I really had to say. It was just... 
the north man the northeast the the delaware valley the tri-state area my friends from the northeast when they came down said how nice people from the south were yeah and then when they told that to somebody up north he said that's because you're one of them what does that even does that mean in, in terms of racist they were they were like oh. they're nice because you're one of them oh, okay that makes sense like, oh Oh, that's God. not the only thing that's down here, but okay. No, it's not. There's other things. Yeah. Like alligators. But they were saying how Disney how World. Everybody, yeah. everybody down here is just like so much different than the Northeast. I asked Reese if he's going to come to Tampa this summer, and he said, What's in Tampa? And I said, Alligators and racism. And uh, he said, Oh, my two favorites. Oh, boy. And then <laughs> to, my, my dad favorite. was dying on the couch. He thought that was hysterical. That's funny. Um, he didn't yeah. say no. So maybe we'll get maybe we'll get bones down here. Wow. Um, I don't I don't want to talk too long about Jersey. That's definitely not why this podcast is coming out later. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely not. Definitely um, not. It's because we took off Memorial Day. Exactly. And there was just a tough time getting this up for Tuesday morning. It wasn't our fault. Um, all of Tampa was without internet, and that's why it just now came out they have last night the lightning was crazy yeah Mm. tomorrow night the lightning are gonna be crazy too well that's a good point that that was smooth thanks yeah all right you guys want to hop into it all right uh the unbearable weight of massive talent the new nicholas cage movie co-starring pedro pascal Uh, neil patrick harris is in it um Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Uh, Corey, you want to do the debrief? Yeah. This is a very meta movie, so it's kind of hard to... I don't want to give anything away, but basically, Nicolas Cage plays himself, and he's hired by this very extravagant wealthy man to basically be his, like, birthday present, basically. Like, he just is there to be in his company and, like, hang out with him during his birthday and at first Nick Cage is kind of like hesitant to do it but then like money problems comes up and he's just like this will be my last gig and then I'm getting out of acting it'll set me for life kind of thing and then uh Nick Cage is confronted by Tiffany Haddish who works for the CIA and he's like oh no this guy's a bad guy you have to get like reconnaissance on him you have to dig up like all this stuff about this wealthy guy and um it's a story of Nick Cage and this wealthy man's like relationship and also like finding out more information about his family and how he's making his money kind of thing. Hey, Corey. Thanks. So no spoilers. Um, anything anybody wants to, I don't know how you can talk about this without spoiling it. I, I love Nick Cage. <laughs> I love him so much. He was like one of my favorite actors growing up. Like I, the first way I got introduced to him specifically was through Ghost Rider, which is kind of like a odd, like random movie. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I I started, I watched National Treasure, both one and two. And then like his random ones, like Gone in 60 Seconds, Bangkok Dangerous. Um, there's Face Off, like the movie that like is, titular to this one um but i love everything he's been in i think he's so over the top and funny 
I would say before this movie, if there's any two movies somebody asked me what they should watch before going, I would say Face Off and Paddington mm-hmm. 2. Those would be the two movies yeah, I would Paddington say that you have too. to watch before going to see this movie. So sure. with, without spoiling that joke, or maybe, I don't know, Corey had told me about that Paddington 2 joke before Alex and I had gone to see it. And I I'm thought, oh, okay, that no, 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 no. Do not apologize, sir. And <laughs> I thought, oh, that's kind of funny, whatever. And then I watched it, and it was it was even funnier. It was hysterical. It made me want to go watch the movie. It hit so well. Me too. I've never seen it. Me neither. Uh, I my Nick Cage exposure prior to this movie was into the Spider Verse and Sorcerer's Apprentice, which I saw when I was ten at a movie theater in Cooperstown. Which I don't I don't even remember the plot but I remember liking it a lot and then it being on TV one time. And my dad was like, Oh, remember when we saw this? And I said, yeah. And then I walked away. <laughs> so I, I, I guess it didn't resonate that well with me. Mm-hmm. Apparently Nick Cage was in it. I don't, I don't even. He was, was the sorcerer. Yeah. He wasn't the main character, but he was the sorcerer. Okay. The sorcerer's apprentice was the main character yes. right that makes sense but he, he wasn't the apprentice no, no he was the sorcerer the main guy who was the Not apprentice the, the, the main uh jay baruchel yeah he was also, uh he's doc in a bunch of like stoner comedies too jay doc ock was he's in, in this movie. is the end he was the villain who doc ock oh alfred molina yeah he's yeah. have you seen the how to train your dragon movies i Nick? saw the first one the, first the, main, one. the main character was the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh. The guy that voices the main character in How to Train Your Dragon. <clears throat> so uh, back to Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, anyways, away from How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, oh, oh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorcerer's Apprentice. So a lot of the like meta jokes in this movie, I didn't really get just because I wasn't as familiar with Nicholas. Mm-hmm. But I still laughed at it, and I was still able to enjoy it, not necessarily being as aware of like Nick Cage as a person and his movies and whatnot. But I, I want to dive into his disc- discography now, because holy shit, is he a character. The he, references are awesome. Yeah, he is a character. That's all you need to know is he is an insane person. And he's just eccentric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there any non-spoiler? Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just going to say that, like, there are some times where references are, like, shoehorned into movies, and it's kind of like, oh, God, this is so, like, whatever. Like, this is only here to, like, crowd please. The references in this are, like, so, like, fluid. Like, it never feels like there's one that's, like, oh, my God, overbearing, or, like, this is stupid, this is going on too long, like, this pun. At least to me, it didn't feel that way. When you make a movie about a guy like Nick Cage, and it's his life, I would hope that you reference the other things that he did yeah. and the way they do it is just so funny. I found it enjoyable the whole time. The, to piggyback off of that, um, the one thing I was worried about going into the movie was that it was going to be too much of a Nick Cage jerk-off fest. Just like, it, and it kind of was, but like it was good about it. It wasn't... There, there were definitely sometimes where they were punching down on him, definitely. Yeah. But it just felt like, oh, go watch this movie about Nick Cage where nick cage gets to talk about how great nick cage is for the whole time <laughs> yeah. um, but that's not what it ended up being 
It was... I don't have enough to back up this argument, this compare, not argument, this comparison, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. It was very community-esque, where, like, if you were, like, like, just the references, like, you had to think to get the references, and because of that, it didn't feel, like, forced down your throat. Like, it wasn't, like, slap some product placement or, like... Mm-hmm directly quote like a movie like these are things that like you had to have some sort of understanding to get the reference um for the most part like perfect example i think you had brought this up to me Corey, when he's looking at the oh let's spoiler spoiler stamp bam thank you um when he's this is in the trailer i think anyway but when he's looking at the what's like the wax figure or whatever of himself yeah with the two with the guns. Dual, dual guns. Yeah. yeah. And he's saying, like, that's, like, the most grotesque thing I've ever seen. And then asks how much for it. I'll give you 36000 for it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That was funny to, like, any viewer. Like, oh, ha, 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 he thinks it's stupid, but he still wants to buy it, whatever. If you understand Nick Cage and the fact that, like, every single thing that he does, he does two things in life. Number one is he makes a movie. Mm-hmm. And number two, he makes a bad investment. And, like, that was a, oh, if you're aware of, like, what Nick Cage does, like, that's a joke. And, like, oh, he just buys all the stupidest shit on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's a, should we begin the first game? Yeah, yeah, I know you're itching. Okay, I'm dying, because that was actually a perfect segue, because one of the questions, all right, so for the viewing audience, I... I'm so entertained by Nick Cage and the things that he's done. And I want to see if everyone else knows about some of these fun facts about him. So like the name of this game is called Nick Cage has done this. And you have to tell me whether or not Nick Cage has actually done this. So this was actually the last question on the list, but I'll make it the first one because I think it's a good segue into this little game. Wait, should we like keep, keep a point tally? A um, loser has to like kill themselves or something? You can just, I, like, there's no stakes. I just think that it's whether or not you know or you don't kind of thing. Okay. You can keep, maybe keep your own tally, yeah. but, um, you know, we're not playing for anything. You know? Okay. So our lives are safe. Yeah, your lives are safe. Cool, thanks. Is that a knife in your hand? Me? Yeah, Alex. It's a pen. It's a okay, pen. okay. He's keeping why, tally. Why would I hold a knife? I don't know. I don't know. I just got a little uncomfortable for a second. All right, so this question is an aspect of Nick Cage in this movie is he's dealing with debt, as shown by his lengthy bill at staying in an L.A. hotel. In real life, Nick Cage has gone through some financial issues not relating to hotel stints. Um, I'm going to list off some things that Nick Cage has bought, and you have to tell me whether or not I'm making it up or he actually bought these things. Okay. I'm ready. Right, the, first, the first one, two castles in Europe. Did he buy these or did? No. He did buy two castles in Europe. Let's go. I thought like maybe he'd buy one, but two is a trick question. He He bought them in the same town, I think. Two castles in the same town? He wants to combine them into mega castles. What kind of of town is this where you just have two castles castles. and then enough room for more buildings? It's I think it has to be something like Scotland, where it's just like there's castles everywhere. 
you know, like it, it's like one of those things where it's just like, it's part of the architecture. It's like, Oh yeah, there's a castle over there. But I just, it's like, of course he's the guy who has two castles in Europe. They're like, they're, I forget where, but it's they're in Germany. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second one, he bought a Gulfstream jet. No, no. A Gulfstream jet? Mm-hmm. It's like what? a high-end private jet. No. Yeah. He did buy a Gulfstream jet. <laughs> he was reportedly advised against making this purchase, but he had his mindset, and so he bought it. I feel like that's... I feel like a lot of people do that. Buy, I, it, buy a, a high-end jet? I don't think so. Yeah. Like... Maybe Kobe bought like, a helicopter. Who? Oh, look where that ends. Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> <sighs> no, but most people would either just like pay a lot of money to a flying service or buy like a pilot. Charter a private yeah. jet, not buy your own. Not but, like own your own. But yeah. hey. Hey, because. Um, all right, the next one. He bought a treasure map believed to be linked to Sir Francis Drake. <laughs> I feel like all of these yes. are going to be yes. I, yeah. Yes. He did not. I made that up. <laughs> okay, you're a dick. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that they aren't all yes. Okay, the next one. He bought four penguins that he keeps in a walk-in refrigerated room in his L.A. home. No. Yes, he did. I made it up. No. Yeah, I made that one wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. So all these no's just came from your head. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I made up the last two. The, the penguins one reminded me of, uh, like, a Jim Carrey movie where he got gifted penguins and he kept it in his New York condo. Is this Mr. Popper's um, Penguins? Yes. Yeah, I had to I read that book in the third grade. I think Nick Cage owning penguins is very realistic and it might happen after he gets the money from this movie. See, uh, it's like, it was like one of those things where it's like, it's reasonable. I would believe yeah. he did this. Yeah. All right. The next one is he bought a pyramid tomb that he plans to bury himself in when he dies. Yes, 1,000%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're correct. He <laughs> did buy this and it's in New Orleans. New oh, Orleans? Yeah. That's not even like, I know. I it's, thought he was like being buried Egypt. next to King Tut. In Egypt, yeah. I don't know. It's it's like a pyramid-shaped tomb that's somewhere in uh, New Orleans. Not even in the desert. Yeah. Um, this, is the, this is the last one right. for the uh, buying section. Uh, he bought a dinosaur skull. That's it. He bought a dinosaur a skull. skull of a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. I'll go yes. I'm going to go with no. He did. It cost two hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars, and he outbid Leonardo DiCaprio for it. Oh my god! Why was Leo wanting a dinosaur skull? That's the bigger question. I don't know. <laughs> it's three, so, three, uh, Nick. I thought that was a no because we mm -hmm. just did Jurassic Park, so dinos were on your mind. Mm. I was Good shocked. Thinking. Thank you. I was shocked to think that he had actually done it, but I was very happy that he did. All right. Yes, I, I am. The next question is Nick Cage has been in a lot of low budget movies as of late and stayed mostly on the radar. Hence that callback where it's like, be back as if I never left. Say mm -hmm. that a lot in the movie. 
Yeah. In one such film, Nick Cage stars in Willy's Wonderland, where he's a custodian for a Chuck E. Cheese-inspired restaurant for kids. During his night shift, the animatronics come to life and try to kill him. Has Nick Cage done this, or did I make it up? It sounds like Five Nights at Freddy's. It does. I... Yeah. Are you asking, it's, are you asking I, us, is this like, are just you, a, is this whole movie made up or is it just the plot is different? I'm not trying to trick you. Like either he was in this movie or he wasn't. He was oh, in this movie. I'll go with yes. This movie does exist and he was in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it was trying to cash on the Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like. And uh, I have not seen it. I was Googling what movies he's been in recently and that was one of the ones that popped up and i was mm. like this cannot be real when i was looking <laughs> at his discography trying to come up with um my big three hoping that <clears throat> maybe there was another nick cage movie i had seen there wasn't um i saw that title and just assumed mm. it was like a willy wonka spinoff um gotcha you're on yeah. the game yeah sorry anyway, well here's another one Okay. In 2007, Cage was working on a movie called The Lumberjack, where Cage would play a lumberjack in the middle of the forest. He would have to fight a demonic wolf in a gory retelling of Little Red Riding Hood. This film was shelved and later went into a, went in a different direction, dropping Nick Cage, becoming the movie Red Riding Hood. Did Nick Cage actually do this, or did I make it up? I'll say you made it up. Yeah, I... Hmm. That's an elaborate thing to make up, though. So. Yeah, so I'm going to go with this is real. I got you. I made that one up. I, wow. You know what? I'm happy to be wrong about that. So Red Riding Hood is a movie that exists, and it came out in 2011. Yeah. Um, but the whole idea of it being a different movie before it was released was made up. Gotcha. Um, I've, I've seen this, or I saw the stuff the Red Riding Hood movie when it came out. Yeah. Like the trailers and stuff. I've never seen I was movie. See, I was hoping you had heard of the trailer. Yeah. And that would convince you and be like, oh my God, yes, this had to have happened. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. All right. The next question is, Nick Cage has played the role of Johnny Blaze in the movie series Ghost Rider, based off the Marvel Comics character. Mm -hmm. However, this wasn't his first time Cage tried to play a comic book character. Out of his su success with Batman and Batman Returns, Tim Burton was slated to direct a Superman movie in the 90s and was intent on getting Cage to star as Clark Kent. Did Nick Cage do this or did I make it up? You made it up. I think that's made up. That is the realest thing on this list. Wow. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I'm just saying that it's extremely, it's like, when I found this out, I was mind blown. That's so crazy. the production was called Superman Lives and was so far in production that they designed a suit for Cage and were doing test footage in the costume. It would have been the fifth movie in the Superman series starring Christopher Reeves and it would have followed the death of Superman storyline with Doomsday. Wow. I thought I'm gonna watch I would have that, heard that by now. The death of Superman? Yeah. Because hmm. I'm watching all the animated movies. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I would have I would have heard of that. I Googled um because there's, there's actually another question that's linked to that and you'll know it when i say it but um i typed in nick cage superman and just saw him wearing a skin tight superman costume and was like this can't be a real picture <laughs> and then i looked up like what movie this was supposed to be and sure enough it came back with this like failed production for uh, oh my superman god 
It looks horrendous, doesn't it? it he has really long bad. hair. Yes, he does. He's supposed to be like the reborn version of Superman, like coming back out of. I don't. I, forget, I don't really know how the storyline goes, but like, I'll let you when know. He's what he a is. Okay, I'd love to hear your input. Okay, are you ready for the next question? I suppose. Yeah, it's five four. Nick, you're losing. Yeah, I just wanted to be different on that one question. All right. Peter Jackson originally wanted Nick Cage to play the role of Aragorn in their Lord of the Rings series, but Nick Cage turned down the role. Did Nick Cage do this or did I make it up? I'm going to say this is real because as soon as you said Peter Jackson, I immediately thought Aragorn. I've never heard of Nick Cage turning down a role, so this is fake. Cage, so he did turn down the role. This is a real story. Um, it's not the only movie that Cage has turned down because he also turned down the role of Neo in The Matrix. I knew that. Um, Cage has since said that he doesn't regret turning down the role of Aragorn because he believes Viggo Mortensen did a better job in the role than he could have. That's fair. I agree. All right. The next one is, Nick Cage is the member of a famous Hollywood family. Cage is a Coppola, nephew of acclaimed director Francis Ford Coppola and cousin to director-actor Sofia Coppola. Did I make this up, or is Nick Cage actually a Coppola? Francis Ford Coppola directed the Godfather series. Oh, jeez. Alex can go first. I'm going to say that's a lot of details. I'm going to say this is real. I'm also going to say this is real. He is a Coppola. This is a real story. Why did Um, he change his name? When asked why he changed his name, Nick Cage, this is a direct quote, he said this. I changed my name because I was doing a little movie called Fast Times at Ridgemont High in 1982. Mm -hmm. And I was still Nicholas Coppola. And people would not stop saying things like, I love the smell of Nicholas in the morning because of Apocalypse Now and Robert Duvall saying, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it made it hard to work. And I said, I don't need this. And I changed it to Cage. It's a combination of Luke Cage from Marvel Comics, who is a character I liked called Power Man, and John wow. Cage, the avant-garde composer, which speaks volume about everything I've been doing ever since. That's absurd. I think it's so... It, and when I found out that he was a Coppola, I was like, that he's... Because he, that's Hollywood royalty right there. Yeah. Like, you, you'll get any role that you could ever want with that last name that's crazy yeah but he he opted to change it i believe when we were at best buy or when we were driving back from best buy you had told me that he's part of a uh, hollywood family but you didn't tell Mm -hmm. me who yeah it was because i was actually getting i pulled out the steelbook for mandy which is a movie he did and saying like Mm -hmm. no it's such a small budget movie but like He's doing it because it's Nick Cage, not because he's a Coppola. Yeah. Um, so the next question is relating to the Superman thing. Nick Cage is a fan of Superman, and he once owned an original print of Action Comics number one where Superman was introduced. Cage is so infatuated with the hero that he named his second song Cal L after the titular hero. Did Nick Cage do this or did I make it up? That's such a Nick Cage thing to do. Oh my god. I'll say it's real. I think you made it up. 
Nick Cage has two sons as of now. His first son is 30, named Weston Coppola. His second son is named Cal L. (laughs) And is 16 years old. Oh my god, that poor kid. Um, Going back to something we were talking about before the pod started, uh, Cage is um, now having his third child at the age of 57 with his wife. Oh. Yeah. That little thing. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy, that that Nick Cage. Wonder what that kid's name is. Wait, so he doesn't have a daughter? No, he only well that was fabricated for the movie? No. Yeah, he so like the whole story of him having like a daughter and also having so like a lot of it is made up. The only thing that's like constant really is that you know this is Nick Cage's daughter. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a mock mockumentary yeah. kind of thing but like um, space jam 2 is about uh bryce maximus brownie's in it but they don't call him brownie no right? no but like you like and the kid that he plays basketball against is not his son no it's not his actual son yeah. but like it's based off of his actual family yeah. Like yeah, that kid can... is clearly he looks exactly like bryce maximus the older son looks exactly like brownie jr it could just be that, like, they, I don't Creative know, decisions. Creative decision. Yeah. Maybe they thought it was, like, better storytelling to have it as, like, a daughter instead of a son. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, he has no daughter as of now, but, like, this next child. We'll, could, we'll um, see in a few months. Yeah. Um, next question. Uh, Nick Cage is a big fan of the Star Wars prequel series, praising Hayden Christensen for his role as Anakin Skywalker. After seeing Attack of the Clones, Cage wanted to be part of the next project that Lucas was making. Specifically, Cage wanted to be a Jedi like Mace Windu being on the edge of light and dark. However, due to scheduling conflictions, Cage should not be a part of Revenge of the Sith. Did Nick Cage do this, or did I make it up? Made up. Nick Cage did this. It's made up. I made it up. Fuck, dude, you were talking about Attack of the Clones last night? Yeah, I've been watching Star Wars recently, the prequels, and preparation for watching kenobi which i have not seen yet but i haven't watched kenobi yet no not yet it's i finished revenge of the sith this morning nice um yeah that was um my last question so alex were you keeping tally yeah uh i ended up to eight to six dang can love with that yep you're throwing smoke screens at me. There were a lot of, there were a lot of ones where I was just like, "This could go either way." And if I didn't know what the answer was already, I'm like, "This could go either way." The, the thing with Nick Cage is, you could say like he jumped off of a, he jumped out of an airplane into a volcano before like swimming with sharks, and I would be like, "Yep, probably." Probably happened. Would love it if he did that. Yeah, like who knows? Just, he could do anything, and I would believe it. He's an elusive man. He is. Yeah. I really like the one movie that they use several times throughout the movie is Face Off. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a great movie to like kind of base this one around because it is like, I would say it's probably one of his most commercially successful behind like, in a, or I mean, a National Treasure and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's an action oriented. It's got like the... They make the joke about it where it appeals to all audiences, kind of thing, where it's like we can have that like complex character study kind of thing, but also have like an action aspect of it and like a sci fi mm-hmm. like thing to it. 
And it um, is also focused on two characters like this movie is. A battle between two characters. I think it's yeah. it's really, I think it's a really good creative decision. I loved when they were showing off Nick Cage taking the two golden guns out of the briefcase. They showed his like face overlapping the wax sculpture face, like they did mm -hmm. the face off. Yeah. That, that was very clever. That was cool. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of other even just that scene when they're going into like the um mirror room with all like mm -hmm. the memorabilia like i had seen the trailer so i knew that at one point they're going to go through like yeah the ridiculous amount of memorabilia that pedro pascal has yeah but i did not expect it to be then i thought it was going to be like oh later on but the way they were building up where it's like this will change your opinion about me yeah and it turns out that he's just a fanatic. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. I think Pedro Pascal was amazing in this movie. Their chemistry was insane. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, it just them two on screen, it was always a good time when it was them two on screen. Their relationship is really good. Like, yeah. by the end of it, it was so clear that they were just, like, friends. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. one aspect of it that, like, really surprised me was actually like Javi not being like a drug yeah like a like gun evil. yeah I I was I was fully willing to believe that he's putting on like the second face and like because there's that thing where like Nick Cage is like you don't know the same Javi like Javi yeah. wouldn't do that but then like you find out that it's actually his cousin and his cousin is kind of like operating as like the underground and he's the head mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god that's so funny like it's it's there's even the joke where he's like, oh, the entirety of the FBI or the CIA is going against Nick Cage right now. Yeah. Like saying that like, he knows more about this. That was, it was really good. It was... I'm trying to find the words. It was so fucking meta. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that like, it was insanely meta. I love yeah. meta humor. Even when I like don't fully understand it i uh -huh. as long as i can get what it's going for it'll make me smile like there were jokes in here that i knew i did not fully understand but i was like i know that this is really clever dude the the whole scene of them writing the script and driving through the, like whatever downtown city they were in mm -hmm. and he's just like you see those two guys over there they've been watching us yeah they, when they were tripping <laughs> yeah. that was the best scene and then the fucking three minute long scene of them trying to get over like a 10 foot the wall. wall oh my god the and then he just walks around it <laughs> but like even them just talking about the movie is just like we have to have action we have to have and then as soon as he says that he's like i think those guys have been watching us and then like yeah. instant action and then he's like you know we should have a car chase on a highway and then they're in their car like going down the stretch and he's just like yeah. but what would be the movie about and then they're lost like they have no idea yeah. what it is and then that was so funny and then they talk about how they're neat. like just he talks about just throwing in a kidnapping in the third act and it's like that wouldn't make any sense and then the movie does that yeah which i do think cool. the movie slowed down a little bit in the third act like i didn't like it as much in the third act but like it was so meta that that's what they were doing in their own movie it became too much of a movie in the third act and not just a nick cage ism yeah it wasn't Goofiness. just yeah. it wasn't just javi and nick cage just broing it out anymore i think that's funny too when um Tiffany Haddish is just like 
you know, you got to get that mass appeal. This isn't an MCU movie. And it's just like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You have to build an audience first kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that it is referential does help its cause. Like there are certain movies where it's like, all right, you're being too meta right now. Like Mm -hmm. the joke isn't supposed to be that you're meta. But in this, I think it's very well done the whole time. I do think the third act does slow down a little bit. And that's because Mm -hmm. it's such a big divergent from like, well, yeah, yeah just, to that point it just feels so different but i still enjoyed it i like the reveal at the end when he's at his own premiere and it's like yes his wife and daughter turn into actors and yeah. you're just like wait <laughs> yeah. what's happening and then you're almost after like what actually happened was that Versus real like what were we watching on a movie yeah yeah so that's, that's that's the meta aspect like was i watching a movie or was i watching people watch a movie yeah right in a movie i'm a movie in a movie in a movie yeah like did all this unbelievable stuff actually happen and they're just adapting it to the big screen or is it all exaggerated for the big screen right exactly like well, no. have... i i choose to believe that it all actually happened. i choose to believe it all happened and they were just like here's a documentary mm-hmm. yeah i mean just like everything you just said about nick cage we're all like yep that could probably happen <laughs> yeah that probably happened mm-hmm. it's so good I also I think in the that. movie they use the ex- this exact sentence to describe the movie they're creating, and I think it describes their movie that they like this the unbearable weight. Um, it's a very good character-driven adult drama, and I think that perfectly describes the unbearable oh. weight. But they specifically say it for their script. For sure, it's awesome. I think the introduction of like Javi being a guy who wants to make a movie. Mm-hmm. adds so much depth to it because it makes more sense like why he, Nick Cage is there and it's like yeah because he's such the, a big movie but the input that he adds I think it's the whole scene of them getting to know each other on the island um like what's your top three favorite movies and he says like face off and then he says like that random movie that, that mm-hmm. Nick Cage is drooling about the whole time and then yeah. Paddington too yeah <laughs> it's great it's so good and then they watch Paddington too and they cry and he cries I uh, they, yeah. go on. I was just gonna say that it was a good scene. I just love the idea of like a celebrity super fan. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's really funny for a character, mm-hmm. and it it hit very well. It did hit very well, and I, I think, think it. A lot of it was because of Pedro Pascal. For sure, they didn't make it like cringy super fan mm-hmm. like most like adult super fans are, but more like. Uh, like just awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. And that was that was fucking awesome. Like when they're laying, I thought this was like without really saying a whole lot of words, one of the funniest scenes in the movie, in my opinion, was when they were laying by the pool. Yeah. And like every little movement, Pedro is like reacting in a certain way. Because I know like when I not to flex. When I was hanging around Aaron Nola this past spring training, I was like the same way where like uh, uh, every little move, you know, you start, you start bugging a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, you say something? Dude, no? Okay. Okay. We're good. When the cousin butts in too, and it's just like, um, basically saying that you're not famous anymore, like kind of saying that he was irrelevant and then he just grabs his corona and just walks into the pool and just starts like drowning himself on the yeah. bottom like it's i'm 
I'm sure that's what actors do feel like in Hollywood, where it's just like their peak. They've already like reached their peak and they're like not that relevant anymore. Yeah. And like having people just refer to you as like, oh, you're that guy from Face Off or you're you're that guy from um National Treasure, you know, like those things. Yeah. I think um as well, like um just like at one point. I don't know if they were actually meaning to do this, but at one point with the Paddington 2 joke, Javi says that like the movie changed him as a man. Mm-hmm. And then later it's revealed that he's not the bad guy because he didn't want to be, he didn't want to take over his father's criminal empire. He yeah. wanted to be different. And I was like, did Paddington 2 make him not want to take over his father's oh empire? That's was that such a good the reason? Was that the reason the cousin took over? Like, was it because of Paddington 2? The whole time you feel like Pedro Pascal couldn't hurt a fly. And then yeah. you like find out that he is like a gun runner or he's part of this 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 crime family. Yeah. And like, there's no way. This guy's too nice. But you have to believe it because it's the CIA saying it. Yeah. Um I, I want to know y'all's opinion on this because I, I don't even know how I fully feel about it. When Nick Cage would talk to his like inner monologue self, and it'd be like a younger CGI version of himself, did you like it, or did you find like the scenes went on like too long? I can go first. I personally thought some of the scenes went on too long for my like. Okay. They they were really like it was good at first, but then to a point, it just got a little bit much. Okay. I feel like that's a respectable respectable answer. Yeah. So the first one, I felt like, oh, this is funny, but then it went on too long and got mm-hmm. like weird. But then when they kept bringing it back, I felt like the ones after that were shorter and quicker. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, this is hitting better. Whereas yeah. that first one felt like we're doing this for too long. I think if they keep around just shorter, it would it worked better. I liked the kiss a lot. It was so electric. It's going to win the best kiss award. I was hoping you were going to bring that up. Best kiss award? Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Best kiss award. (laughs) I will say... Nick Cage and Nick Cage. Right before that, when he goes, you're Nick Fah! And he, like, does, like, a scream (laughs) for, like, 20 seconds. I was like, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Can we have this? Can you stop yelling? Yeah, can you, like, put it? And then they did it again. At the very end. Fucking hilarious. Like... I thought it was good. I also think it was ruined because I saw it in the trailer. See, maybe that's... It's there were a few scenes with this movie that I felt like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have rather seen this movie without watching the trailer, but... but the, the trailer is what got me to want to see yeah. it. Oh, so. yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Like I, I wouldn't have no idea what the movie is about other than Nick Cage was in it. Yeah. I wish Neil Patrick Harris was in it more. Me too, because I went to see this... this. I went to see this thinking I was seeing it. Well, not once I learned what the movie was, I had realized, but at the first trailer, I thought, oh, it's a new Neil Patrick Harris movie. Or at least one where he's in it. Then then the trailer finished and I realized it was a Nick Cage movie, Corey. I live. Another movie has Nick Cage been in? I mean, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. 8 bit Christmas. Recently? Was that recently? Yeah, that just came out in December. Okay. What other yeah. movie has he been in? He hasn't done a lot recently. You better not say Smurfs either. <laughs> you know I don't know Smurfs. That movie sucks. I'm a, you know I'm a Neil guy. I know, but like, just because Dookie Hauser is on the screen, you're like, oh my God. I love Dookie Hauser. <laughs> yeah. Just because yeah, Barney much. Stinson is on the screen. 
Oh god. Well, yeah, I it's mean, more so Barney. Nightwing. Most, I think the most recent thing that Only he did you that know was that. like the most recent thing that he did that was like a big thing wasn't even a movie in my opinion. I think it was uh the series of unfortunate events show on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he was he was really yeah. good as the main villain. Count Olaf. Yeah. I haven't even seen the show. I have mm. I remember watching the Jim Carrey one when I was really young. But other than I that, I read the books when I was younger, so I was and I was a big fan of the books, so I watched the show. And because it had Neil Patrick Harrison, so I watched Gotcha. That's just the icing. Yeah, Neil is what sold me on this movie initially. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. I mean, even Nick Cage. I mean, you're not. I, Nick yeah, I guy, I didn't yeah. know who Nick Cage was. Oh, he was in I, the Matrix. The new Matrix. Who? Oh, who? really? Yeah. Oh, you know, Patrick Harris. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen. Did not Matrix. see it. Yeah. Me neither. But I looked up movies he's been in recently and mm-hmm. saw that, and then remembered seeing him in the trailers, and then saying, oh, "I'm going to watch this Matrix movie because Neil Patrick Harris is in it." See, like the also, fact that that's your go-to instead of Keanu Reeves and all the other people are coming back to this. Yeah. Your priorities. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was as I was re-watching it. How I Met Your Mother, so. Yeah. Which, he's the goat, and so yeah, it's that's understandable. I saw him. Keith served him a soft pretzel. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, yeah when, Keith, funny. when Keith worked at Disney World, and when he worked at Hollywood Studios, guy walks up to him and said, hey, can I have a pretzel? And Keith said, sure. Hands it to him and said, that'll be six, six fifty or whatever it is at Disney World. You know, it's not cheap. This is in 2019. And he hands him whatever, I don't know, his cash or card or whatever and pays. And he said, Keith said to him, that's a nice sweater. And he's like, hey, thanks. And then he walks away. And then uh, Keith's co-worker is like, do you know who that was? And he was like, no. He's like, that was Neil Patrick Harris. And he was like, who? Dookie Hauser? The guy, like, the nice the guy from How I Met Your Mother? And he was like, oh, my friend loves that show. Referring to Craze, <laughs> not me. Right. But, um, huh. Yeah. Bring that up um, to him next time you talk to him. Dude, the, this will be a nice transition to the next game. Good. There weren't many Nick Cage faces. There were, there were not. The only one that I thought was like a Nick Cage face was his double doing like the scream and, and like kissing himself. That's the only like yeah, you know that's the cage face of the movie. Yeah, but there wasn't many him being like crazy looking. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna see if I can share my screen. And the next oh boy, game, oh boy, oh boy. Next game is gonna be the many faces of Nick Cage. So this next part of the podcast, Corey will be showing Alex and I different pictures of Nick Cage's face, and we'll have to guess if they're from an actual Nick Cage movie or if somebody photoshopped them online. If you want to play along or just want to see the pictures for yourself, you can either switch over to the YouTube channel or to Spotify because Spotify lets you do podcasts with video now. So you will be able to see all the pictures and play along with us if you want. If not, you can skip to about 59 minutes for the rest of the podcast. I'm going to put up a picture of Nick Cage and you have to tell me whether or not it's photoshopped or if this is a picture from a movie he was in. The I Nick love Cage. these names. I don't know what to think. Nick Cage has done this. Oh, that was the one we just did. That was the game. Oh, that was the game. Oh, All right. Man. Is this from a movie? I'll give you a bonus point if you can name what movie it's from. You know I can't. Yeah, do that. I don't know if we'll be able to. Do well, it, there but... there are some that are more gimmies than others, but yeah. we'll we'll see if this is 
is this a real picture or has this been edited? That's real. That's real. That's real. It is real. It's from the movie The Wicker Man. Let's go. Funny enough, a joke that I really liked at the end of the movie was uh, Nick Cage was showing off his belt and he said his wife or someone pointed out, it's like, oh, so scorpion belt, you know, like you just, you woke up one mm -hmm. morning, you're like, yeah, I'm going to put that one on. And he goes, yeah, well, originally I wanted to wear like the B one, but then my, my uh, uh, designer said, not the bees, not the bees. In the Wicker Man, he gets bees dumped into his head. Like there, he's wearing like a kind of like a reverse beehive suit oh where it just God. funnels and keeps the bees inside. Oh no. And then he says, not the bees. They're in my eyes, not the bees. Oh God. And it's been one of those like memed quotes that people are like, oh my God, Nick Cage just is going full blown Nick Cage right now. That's a good reference I wouldn't have gotten. It was a very niche one. And when he said yeah. it, I was like, holy shit, he said the thing. <laughs> Alright. Next one. Okay. That's oh Photoshop. I want to believe that's photo. Yeah, that's photoshopped. It is photoshopped. That's an yeah. edited picture. I could see around the neck. See, like yeah, 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 that was yeah. the only part that I was like, if you really pay attention to around the neck, you can tell. But I was that's why I looked at instantly. But yeah. like you know, he probably has something that looks exactly like that hanging up in this house somewhere. If Nick Cage had a portrait you, of himself like this, I would believe it. If you showed him this photo, he would buy it up. It'd be like how much? <laughs> how much do you want? Six thousand. <laughs> Whatever you want, Nick Cage. Okay, how about this one? Oh my god, uh, that's. It looks like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I was also thinking that. <laughs> the. Mm. That's altered in some way. The ear has me questioning, <laughs> but I don't think the crinkle. You, I don't know if you could do the lighting across his face. Ooh, doubting his Photoshop. I'm gonna go if that's real. This is actually fake. Ooh, wow, this is a Nick Cage deep fake. I did not make these. Okay. So like, oh, the what the like, fuck? The one before this. That I'm literally. I was. I was looking at pictures. I was like, "All right, this is real. This is fake because someone made this. This yeah. is a deep fake of Nick Cage on the movie The Matrix." And that's okay. Keanu Reeves. No one I knew it. Like Neo. I knew it. So you and that's also Nick One, Neo. Yeah. Wow. That's that's why I said it was fake because it looked too much like Keanu Reeves. All right. That's real. That's real. Yeah, if you it's, told me uh, that was Aaron Rodgers, I'd believe you. It's Aaron Rodgers, actually. <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers after he wins his next MVP. Aaron Rodgers um, after they don't bring back Devontae. Mm -hmm. Do you know what movie this is from? No. Uh, is it from Con Air from the title? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good guess. They, they, do reference, they do reference this in um, the movie, too. It's in the beginning yeah. when they're watching the movie and he's handing over like the teddy bear that whole that sequence is real and it's from this movie right that's the next one. Oh, that's real i've that's, seen that oh i don't think that's real but alex has seen it 
I mean, but I don't want to have. So I don't, really. don't want to have the same guess as him because that's no fun. So I'm going to go with that's fake. It's real. Yeah, I could have told you that one. Yeah, it is real. It's from one of his earlier movies called Vampire's Kiss, where he is a basically an insomniac, and he believes that he's a vampire when he is a human being. Like he's, it's not like he got bit or anything. He just believes he's a vampire, and he starts acting irrationally. There's a scene in the movie where he runs down an alleyway with blood on his neck and he starts screaming, I'm a vampire running like this with his arms out okay. just down. I've, down seen that I've seen that specific photo in too many memes. So that's why I know it is real. That was, this is the one I thought was a give me because yeah. this has been everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Man, just make me look stupid. Yeah. Well, this know. one has also been everywhere. Uh, so this, this one is from Faceup. So it's real. What do you, is that your guess too? Yeah, I guess. It is real. It's from the movie Face Off. What was I the, what was the pause for? Well, I wasn't sure if you were done answering. I should have made yeah. you go first, Nick. Yeah, probably. Because that's the last two where you like, well, I know that's real. And one of them I was forced to just make, make myself look like an idiot. Well, you didn't have to make yourself look like no, an idiot. It's for the show. It's for the viewers. Okay. Is this real or is this photoshopped? That's fake. <laughs> I don't think Nick Cage has ever looked like that in his life. That's fake. It's real. Oh my God. Is that he from the Sorcerer's Apprentice? No. <laughs> Okay, Wrong. thank God. He actually got absolutely shredded for Ghost Rider. There is a singular scene with his shirt off, and it's real. Oh, my God. He is ripped. I've seen Ghost Rider plenty of times. I do not remember that. I haven't seen it recently, to be fair. <laughs> the golden gun. Yeah, I'm going to go with real because of the gun. I'm also going to go with real from Face Off. Yeah, it is real. Woo, he, extra point. I just thought the expression on his face of the... That is the perfect Sorry. face. Sorry. I also saw, I saw your title search. It's from Face Off. I'm I getting all the extra hide. points. Let's go. Yeah. Where, is there a way to hide? No, no don't worry about already. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm gonna go with real. Yeah, that looks that looks like authentic Nick Cage. I might be a Facebook profile picture. This is real. This is also from the movie Face Off. Oh my god! The trend. The trend on why so many Nick faces are Nick Off and Nick Face. Nick Face. Oh, is this any? I mean. This one, I feel like you can, I would, you can take this one. There, there's if I don't know, I won't. Yeah, I can give you like a point on technicality and say like, well, you know, this is you have to just plead your case one way or the other. Well, he's Ghost Rider, right? So I think this is real. Hmm. But. I, I 
think it's CGI. Okay. Over him. Mm-hmm. He's a ghost rider and he's on fire. And I don't think they would light Nick Cage on fire. But I also think you'd probably ask to be lit on fire for a movie. So now I'm starting to think it's real, real. Um, if but so you you can say like well, it's not real real he doesn't have a nose. it's not real real well, yeah but like just making the difference between oh someone on the internet photoshopped this or yeah, like or was a it studio photoshopped this yeah you just i think to, i think it's part of the movie okay i i've heard bad reviews from those movies well i've seen the movies it does look like one of the scenes when he's transforming um, but I'm going to go with photoshopped by somebody else. This is actually a real scene from Ghost Rider 2. Okay. They change the uh, way he transforms because before he would just kind of laugh maniacally and then mm-hmm. change. But in the second one, he kind of doesn't want to change. So it has a scene of him rolling down on his motorcycle and he's just tweaking, like freaking out. And the camera just seeing like all these half transformations. I kind of feel just like I've seen this exact, like I've seen this exact scene and remember it. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't make sense. I just, like you said, they changed how he transformed. It was a random screen grab of him doing this in the second movie because they went That's in a crazy. different, they went in a different artistic direction with like how he was modeled a little yeah. bit. Like there are certain things that were different about it. And one of them was how he transforms. And when I saw this, when I was younger, I was like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> it is quite like, creepy. It, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the, the first Venom when he, his next door neighbor is being really loud. And like the, <laughs> he does like the half transformation and he just sees like the eyes yeah. and like the mouth kind of, but nothing else. Do you know who talked about that scene with me? That saying, like, how stupid it was? Who? Janessa. Really? Yeah. We... And she was excited to see Venom, too. Weep. 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 That was... That's unfortunate. Yeah. But also, that was the last picture that I had. Or no, not excited to see Venom 2, excited to see Morbius. Sorry. That's what it was. Yeah. She was excited to see Morbius. Even worse. No. Um, uh, no. So I ended the game at 19. Nick is at 13. How can you hate a movie that raked in 40 more billion dollars? Okay. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time, baby. What a bad movie. Every time I think about it, every time somebody makes a Morbin joke, it goes down by one point. See, and I think it's getting better because of the Morbin jokes. It's actually getting better for me. I actually enjoy it way more. I think the Morbin jokes are the worst thing I've ever seen in existence because it's people making fun or making popular of like the worst movie ever to be made. Do you not remember what does the fox say? Yeah. Do do you think I liked what what does the fox say? I would have hoped you liked it less than Morbin. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Hashtag selfie. Dude, we've had some awful things on the internet. Yeah. Glizzies? 
Yeah, but none of those hot dogs for an entire love. fucking summer. Okay, okay. Go to baseball eat, games. Just be a man. Glizzies are <laughs> say awesome. you're eating a glizzy with pride. Glizzies are awesome. First of all, how glizzies. dare you? Go to Dairy Queen and order the blizzard, and they put a glizzy inside <laughs> of a blizzard. I'm not joking. My, I my know. friends did this. Ew. You should go order the blizzard. Dairy Queen glizzy is kind of hit. Yeah, we went to Dairy Queen after the last podcast. <laughs> Did you get a hot dog? No. Max got Damn a blizzard it. and I got a borga. Boiga. Borga. Dude, I actually have been itching to watch Morbius again. I Holy shit. Like for fun. Like just just because it made me laugh. And it, I love watching bad movies. And it's a bad It didn't movie. make me laugh. It made me want to die. I was trying to convince both my dad and Reese to watch it the other night, and they were both like, "No, you've only said terrible things." Well, yeah, yeah. like it's a, it's a, it's an more experience. billion dollars. You don't understand. It is a two hundred and seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. God, Dude, I love the memes. The memes make it so much better for me. Alex, we're sharing your screen on purpose. Oh, oh my God! God, <laughs> the glizzard. The glizzard. That's atrocious. Yeah. Does it do the thing though? Can you turn it upside down? Uh, probably. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Oh. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I hate it actually. I go so they, there you go. I hate it. There's the glizzard. Wow. Do us. Do we want some? Everyone... So there's actually two names for it. You guys can decide which one you like more. It's the the Glizzard or the Glizzy Glizzy. The Glizzy oh, Glizzy. Oh the my glizzy, god! Glizzy. I mean, a word like Blizzy. Blizzy. That goes hard. And they do do it if you ask them. They mostly. Glizzard. They know about it. One of my friends went and said, "Can I get a Glizzy Glizzy?" And they said, "I got you, Chief." Was it uh, down here? In the eight one three? No, no, oh, okay. no. It was up in Connecticut. Gotcha. Wow. The northeast. Yeah. Yuck. Where all our roots go, I guess. Kind so do you have anything else actually to say about the movie? Fuck no, baby. Time for ratings. Time for ratings. Cor or not Corey, Alex. Alex. Sorry. I have to go first. Sorry. Yeah, you're yes. the guest. Um, my rating for this movie would be an eighty-seven. Dang. Really good movie, really good comedy, the best romantic comedy of the year. Eighty-seven. <laughs> that bromance. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> Very oh my good God, character. It is a romantic comedy. It, it is. is. Yeah, it is. It was a great oh, character-driven. Oh, I am mad. The best character-driven story I've seen in a long time. Um, the third act of action killed it a little bit, in my opinion. Dude, that's. Oh, man, I love that. You didn't think about the romantic comedy? I didn't think of it as like that because it's oh. like it is so much of a bromance, but like mm-hmm. you articulating it and putting it to words. Oh, it hundred percent is. It is it's a romantic comedy with an action scene at the end. Yep. Yeah. But it is. Um you can even say a bromantic comedy. A bromantic, <laughs> romantic comedy. Jesus. I think I would give a rating around that score too. Probably I give it an 86. I just give it one lower. Wow. I love, I'm surprised you went lower than me when you love Nick Cage. I do, but you know, I think it's one of those things that 
I liked the sum of work rather than like the thing that they're referencing. Like That's, I would rather yes. watch, yeah, I'd rather watch like The Rock or I'd rather watch Con Air or That's you know, but it's not to say that I don't love what is like the referential humor in it. Um, but I think if I watched it multiple times, I'd get sick of it. You know, the first yeah. time it's a novelty, the second time it's just like, all right, I'm waiting for this this reference to another Nick Cage thing. But I could have yeah, watched that's it probably true. Thing. I think I think rewatching it would make it lose a lot of its gesture. The novelty like, of watching yeah, it one like time. Watching, really watching nice. it the one time is all I really need to ever watch it for because See? like I've seen everything. So yeah, right. I do actually agree with you there. I think it could be anywhere in the 80s and like wherever you put it in the 80s, I think that's fine. Like an eight out of 10. It's such a nice like watch and it was a lot of fun. It was a good movie, like theater experience. Even like yeah. the theater I went to was pretty empty, but the people that were there were just giggling away, especially at like the drug scene. And yeah. we had the, a pretty full theater. Yeah, we Everyone did. was laughing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my theater was empty. It was like I mean, me, they- my brother and like four people. There were only like three showings in the state of Florida, so right. Yeah, we had a tough time finding a showing. Yeah, yeah, so we had a, a lot of people in our theater. Gotcha. Yeah, Nick, I, uh, I this was one of the best comedies I've watched in a long time, and it wasn't like a comedy where I feel dumb for laughing at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was like this is genuinely funny. Um, it, it has me wanting to dive into Nick Cage's discography more. Maybe watch National Treasure, Con Air. You should um, watch National Treasure. That'll probably be it, if I'm being honest with you. But At least watch Face Off. Oh, yeah, Face Off. Because that, that was, watch. like, in this movie a lot. And uh, that one is so goofy. Yeah, Paddington 2. We'll get there. Maybe we'll review that one day. Probably after I see <laughs> Paddington 1. This movie but changed my life. I'm I'm watching way too many movies right now where I yeah. can't add more to the realm. Like, I, I came to the conclusion that I'm not going to watch any more Jurassic Park movies before I see Jurassic World, and I think I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. I just don't have the urge, and I'm watching all the DC movies right now, DC animated movies. Did you watch the other Jurassic World movies, though? No, no. I watched the first Jurassic Park, didn't want to watch the second Jurassic Park. And you still have to watch the first Top Gun. Yeah, well, I'd much rather watch that. I just kind of like, I, yeah. I just, there are so many, like, I need to watch blank. And the it's one all dedicated that I by interest now, though. Yeah, exactly. The one that I, mean, I want to watch is so long, least, then it's like dinosaur yeah. movies. Fair enough. Like, if I just watched five dinosaur movies over the stretch of, I a guess, week. six technically with this new one over the stretch of two and a half weeks, or yeah, yeah, I'm just not gonna like dinosaurs yeah like we're gonna go see jurassic world with max and he's like what did you think and i'm just gonna say it sucked because i was over like the concept even if it's it's not bad like i just i've had enough i think it's um i don't know the ninth the tenth something like that that's all i know yeah it's it comes out the ninth that's soon yeah, mm. yeah, and I'm not okay. gonna watch all the Jurassic Park because I need to watch Top Gun. Yeah, because I want to watch Top Gun. I want to go see that Top way. Gun too. We can go see the new Top Gun in IMAX. I'm swallowing my pride. We're gonna see it in IMAX. Um, what does that mean? I like don't really do well in IMAX theaters, but I don't give a fuck 
You gotta see the fighter jets in IMAX. Yeah. With the Top Gun popcorn tin. I oh, won't God. have that. Corporate but, America, guys. Yeah. We're winning. We're it's winning. Okay. Our, I might our wear an X-Wing helmet. Oh, because you're uh, we're the AMC members. members? Yeah. yeah. The goaded yeah. program. Yeah, it's it's really worth it. It is. Um, One IMAX ticket is almost the price of the whole month's subscription. Dude. Yeah. The, I wish there was an AMC even remotely close to me in Naples. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come down to Naples soon, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. We'll We're going to bring you up for Thursday's trivia, actually. Oh. Oh, have they, yeah. an ace in the hole? Yeah. Yes, please. You're the ace in my hole. This Thursday, Beefo Brady. Um, yeah. All right, anyways, Nick, use your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. Their chemistry was remarkable. The plot, like, it was fine. I didn't love it, but I didn't really need to love it because it was driven through comedy. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's... Comedies don't need to have heavy plots. Don't have like anything crazy. I laughed. I enjoyed it. There weren't like glaring plot holes or anything where like this only makes sense because it's a comedy and that's it. Like Mm -hmm. things made sense, I guess. Uh, I laughed my ass off. And I honestly think like when we're sitting here in the end of December and we're reflecting on our top movies of the year, I feel like this is going to be a candidate to be in my top 10. I'll be a little sneaky one for sure. Yeah, like this is like we're gonna be sitting there coming up with our lists, and it's like, hey, remember that Nick Cage movie? That was I can't wait to do the sweet. top ten list. Yeah, you're gonna um, have to yeah, do a podcast just, just, this stop. We're gonna bleep you out there. We gotta do uh, an episode just related to the top ten, or you could do top ten and bottom ten and make it a podcast with the four of us. We've been brainstorming. We've been thinking about things that we can do. Yeah, oh, we, that's not a bad idea. That's a, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, I handed my phone to Levinsky forty minutes ago to help with ordering food, and he um, handed me the phone back without putting anything because he got a call, and he's just been out in the living room for forty minutes. So I think I might just not eat tonight. Anyway, oh, no. like I, I really think that we're going to be sitting here in a few months, reminiscing on how awesome this was. Oh yeah, I agree that I don't. I would definitely rewatch this, but I wouldn't rewatch it like tomorrow or like mm-hmm. in two weeks. Whereas some of the movies we'd watched recently, like I would want to rewatch it within the next month or two. Mm-hmm. I think in like maybe a year or so, I would I would have the urge to watch this again with somebody that hadn't seen it before. Like I would love oh, to yeah. show this to my dad and just yeah. watch him laugh hysterically at it. Um and I'm actually, I was torn between an 86 and an 87. And mm. I guess I can flip a coin. I don't know. Uh, uh, here are my coins. Heads, 87. Tails, 86. Okay. Because I don't want to pick favorites over the two of you. We should just all give it the same score. Well, I just, that was so, I lost that coin. We all, all right. choose 86 or 87. I flipped the coin and I lost it. Because um, I could even go down to 86 after we talked about the rewatchability. It's an 86. Just the average. It's it's the average 86. Across the board is 86. Yeah, yeah. 86. I so, do think, however, talking about the rewatchability, if you haven't seen Cage movies like you haven't, you watch this movie, 
I think you would have you, a newfound appreciation need, for the jokes. I think you need to watch it again after you watch all the Nick Cage discography, oh, sure. because then you'll get all the references, and then it'll be a good watch. But then after that, it just is like me. Even like the the memorabilia vault, because you don't even yeah. get to see everything in there. But if you like pause, then you can like yeah. actually look at all the things that are there. And you're like, oh my god, there's they bring up the chainsaw for Mandy. They even make a second and they talk about that. And then it's like, oh, this is the teddy bear from Con Air and like, the mm-hmm. golden guns from Face Off. Yeah. So we're gonna segue into our uh big three of mm-hmm. the episode, which is what is it? Top three Nick Cages. Top yes. three Nick Cages. Everyone's favorite Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, Alex, you got your go with your number three. All right, my number three is um Nick Cage and Ghost Rider. Little old Johnny Blaze. Okay, that's my number three. That's a movie. That's probably the movie. Well, that's the second movie I've seen him the most in, only behind one other one. Um, and I, I like Ghost Rider as a character, so I like. I thought it was a decent movie. It's really bad as a superhero movie looking back at it, but I like that Nick Cage is is Ghost Rider. My number three was also Ghost Rider Nick Cage, yeah, just because. I thought, you know, it was my first introduction to him and like the work that he's done because I had not seen National Treasure yet. Mm-hmm. But I think that him being, you know, I loved Ghost Rider. It was my first introduction introduction to him as a character. And I thought it was really cool. I'm a big skull guy. I love skulls. Like I think mm-hmm. they're kind of like a cool like artistic piece. That is yeah. your thing. Huh? That is your thing. I I think they're really, really cool. I don't know what it is about them, but like Ghost Rider was always a character that I really enjoyed, especially like seeing him like on the silver screen, I guess. Um, I like the idea of like transforming, changing into a different character and like that's your alter ego. Um, even though people will give Ghost Rider shit, I still think it's really fun. I liked watching it. I would rewatch it still, like even now, even though I can say like objectively they're not good movies, but I just love them. I think they're they're like about guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Real quick, Alex, are you changing your score to an 86? Yeah. Okay. We'll just do 86 across the board. That makes the average really easy. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to put it on the spreadsheet. Um, my number three. So you guys have you guys know I've only seen three Nick Cage movies now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my okay. number three is Nick Cage, Nick Cage. Because Nick Cage is such a character. And uh Nick Cage, Nick Cage from from the Nick Cage movie. <laughs> yes. Fair that's enough. I, that's I my third that. favorite, and it's only number three because it's not necessary. No, no, no. It's only number three because it's himself and not necessarily a Nick Cage character. Okay. Even though Nick Cage is arguably a top three character in Hollywood, mm-hmm. Hollywood. Um, Hollywood. Wow. So yeah, that's all I have for you. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. Alex, number two. My number two is Grug from the Cruise. Nick Cage. Oh God. <laughs> you think I've seen the Cruise? I'm a forty-year-old man. The Cruise and the Cruise Two, goaded movies. Um, it's really fun to be able to watch Ryan Reynolds and Nick Cage interact with each other. Fucking Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, he's the main character. 
uh, wow. I'm watching that tonight. So being able to watch Tones and Nick Cage interact is pretty good. It's it's only animated, but I like it, and I think Nick Cage does a great job in it. I have never seen either of those movies, but I when I saw like the trailer for it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But mm-hmm. I never. I've kind of be not beyond the phase of liking anime movies because I still do, but like with stuff like that when it was in theaters, I'm like, I'm not gonna go see this in theaters. But yeah, then I, I didn't see it in theaters. It. I've watched yeah. it on Hulu, both of them on Hulu. But I'm just, I'm still a child, so I like animated movies. No, I, I mean I do too. I think like there was a place for animated movies. I just I don't go on my way to see them in theaters, but also it's kind of like not yeah. something that I keep on my list where it's like oh i gotta watch that next but i feel like i should because it's nick cage and i didn't even know like i didn't even get that joke that was like one of the few mm. ones i was just like what do you mean the crudes and then i was like oh I, I feel like the cop right now like i don't i have not heard this movie or i yeah. didn't know he was even in this a yeah. little over a year ago Corey and i watched coco and ate waffles together on the couch wow i forgot about that i'll be honest with you yeah. all right Corey, what's your number two my number two is Mandy Nick Cage, which you probably haven't seen, but it's the movie that I have on yeah. Steelbook. He plays a um, lumberjack in that movie, actually. Like, he has a chainsaw and he has his, like, mm-hmm. big job. I'm just worrying about Fuck Levinsky. Sorry. His wife is um, murdered, and he goes on a, like, a revenge killing spree, and he is just super over the top the whole movie. He has very few like speaking mm. lines because it's mostly him just like grunting or being silent. And when he does talk, it's just beautiful. It's in, it's action and it's insane. I'm sorry, movie makes me flustered. All right, Nick, number two. My number two is a uh, Spider Cage. <laughs> Spider Noir. Yeah, Spider, Spider Cage Noir. from uh, Into the Spider Verse um Nick i have Moore. a i have a i have a poster behind me um mm-hmm. from that movie and i like that movie a lot and he's in that movie and that's um the second of three movies that i've seen do you think so, that's the greatest movie of all time it's my favorite movie of all time Fair enough. but i i wouldn't call it the greatest that's great. good. saying it's your favorite movie of all time is enough for me yeah yeah it's 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 I'm surprised Spider Noir Nick Cage is not your number one. Well, that's because you're not ready for my number one. Corey's gonna no. fucking I'm gonna hate, hate it. it. I'm gonna All hate right. it. He's gonna hate it. Let's kick the off the round of ones are always one. like, God damn it. My my number one is my favorite Nick Cage movie of all time, and that is uh Benjamin Gates Nick Cage from National Treasure. That's a good one. That is my favorite Nick Cage movie of all time. That's the Nick Cage movie I've seen the most it's something my family and i used to watch a lot when i was younger so that is the number one nick cage is he's very good in that he plays a very you know like hunt for mm-hmm. adventure type character and that's something that's always like a cool character trope yes um my number one nick cage is actually face off nick cage one thing that i thought was very funny in this movie was how they made that kind of like the centerpiece movie or just something mm-hmm. that's hobby's favorite movie that's like his inspiration kind of thing. It's how the movie mm-hmm. ends with the golden guns. But um, that movie is so goofy that every time I've watched it, I've just burst out laughing because like scenes that are not meant to be funny are hilarious. 
and scenes that are funny are hilarious. So either yeah. way, you're laughing. And um, it is, not only does Nick Cage do his best to be Nick Cage, John Travolta does his best to be Nick Cage in that as well. And it is <laughs> beautiful. It's so amazing. I'm All glad right. that you brought up John Travolta trying to be Nick Cage. Okay. Because that leads us to my number one. Oh, God. Abed God. Nadir, Nick Cage. He, what episode is he trying to be Nick Cage? In season five, there's an yeah. episode where Abed takes a this. class called Nick Cage, Good or Bad. And since <laughs> Abed is like on the spectrum, he watches every single Nick Cage movie over the course of like a week. And uh, he, he goes into this classroom. And as they call it, he goes uh, full Nick Cage. And just starts like freaking out going full Nick Cage. Um, He gets up on the teacher's desk on all fours and starts saying he's a sexy cat and starts meowing. Uh, (laughs) He he absolutely loses it. Um, And I, I, so, you know, that's my number one because one is my favorite show. And two, I've only seen three Nick Cage movies. And I just learned that I saw a, a third Nick Cage movie before we started this podcast. So, I think it would be wrong for me to put a character that I do not even remember on my list when mm-hmm. I know Abed Nadir went full Dude, page. He's a sexy I, I forgot about that. I might have to rewatch the episode just because I think that that premise is funny. Um, it is a good episode. I honestly didn't hate that as much as I thought I was going to hate it. <laughs> but good. Because I was expecting, like, oh, it's dinosaur. Like the ride dinosaur. And I was like, oh, cool. That one was dinosaurs. Bad, but but hey, at least it was clever. All of them are always clever. That's Thank what I'll give you. The dinosaur one was not. That was right. only because I used the Travisaurus Rex joke earlier in the episode. Right. All right. But yeah. Well, um, that's all we have, have, I guess. Do yeah. you have any honorable mentions? We kind of I mean, covered a wide variety. I can there's go a lot on a of full rant. Yeah, there's a lot of Nick Cage. I think, I think but, we're all right at three. Um, uh, Alex. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Anytime. We saw this movie for Neil Patrick Harris. We did. No other reason. Pretty much. Ape Christmas was good, Corey. I'm not watching it now that I know that Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Okay, well, I can't wait till December rolls around and I get to pick a movie that month. Because it's going to be Die Hard. Okay. (laughs) Imagine just roll up to the podcast be like, oh, I didn't watch the movie. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I wouldn't be mad at that. Actually, you know how you talked about wanting to see Nope? Yeah. I thought about just not seeing. I thought about just saying Nope. (laughs) Uh, this was this is a nope. bit that ran through my mind while I was seeing Doctor Strange for the third time. I'm like, what oh if I God. just said nope for the nope, nope podcast and just made Corey just... sit there and talk about it by himself? So Nick, what did you think of the what did you think of the movie? Nope. Nope. Anytime sure. Corey refers to you, you just say nope. Nope. So Nick, you have any thoughts on that? Nope. 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 I, I think might, that would be I might still do that. I think that would have been hey. a great bit, but you spoiled it. Yeah, edit this out. People. Well, oh, I mean Hey, if it happens, it happens. Maybe Nick will actually watch it. Yeah, I, nope, I will. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I, I have something else in mind okay. for that episode. 
Then keep it a secret. I will. Okay. Keep it under wraps. Oh, I will. I won't even tell Corey. I'd rather him just get mind blown. All right. Um, so that's all we have on the unbearable weight of massive talent. 86 all the way around. That's our hold on. Um that's our like one of our highest movies of the year, like of 2022 as a group. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh everything everywhere had a higher average. Doctor Strange had the same average. Uh, so this is tied for the second highest average of a movie that came out this year. Just wanted to throw mm. that one out. Cool. Yeah. Um, so good for good for them. On Thursday, which I guess is tomorrow, we're watching possibly. Yeah. Or if we can find it. Yeah. I maybe Coffee Town. Um this movie has fallen off the face of the earth i can't find it anywhere like it was on hulu for a while not on hulu anymore i literally looked everywhere trying to find it the only thing i found was amazon to buy the dvd for it we can't even rent it nope it's not on anything to be watched it's not on anything it's not even on prime video where you can buy it like for like three bucks no yeah it's it's in oblivion it's nowhere yeah um are we calling an audible we get we'll, well whatever we'll the next video is people will, will know yeah yeah okay let's read the title fair. yeah okay um and then top gun on monday next monday top gun right? two top gun, two. Top top gun. gun maverick top let's gun go maverick. apparently it's awful apparently um, it's the best it's movie ever made really no i've only heard people, that it's incredible people are saying it's insane i've yet oh, to hear man. someone just say that it was good yeah Everyone has been either it's yeah. insane or it's more insane. It's yeah. pretty much only been like super positive. PFT awesome. said he's going to go see it a third time this week. But he's also into planes. Yeah, that's true. Top Gun's his favorite movie, I think. Yeah, I've only that seen a lot of super positive things about it, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm It's I'm not pumped. what I expected. I'm excited now. Yeah, sequels, especially sequels that took 20, 30 years to be made, typically don't okay. do well. Also, just from watching the trailer, I thought it was Disney-fied. Where it was like gonna be a lot more grounded, I don't know, like generic. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, apparently, people are saying it's great. Okay. So tune in for that on Monday. Um, thanks, Alex, for uh, joining us. Follow Corey on TikTok because he's too fucking funny for me. Uh, <laughs> he's popping off. Yeah. Thank you, Anchor, as always, for making this possible. Um, am I missing anything, Corey? No. Okay. Thanks again, Alex. And, See you next uh, week. Uh, yeah. Until next time. Wow. Uh, See, you, See you, man. See ya.